0: I don't know buddy, you say, yeah nice one, start recording whilst I'm putting my clothes on (laughs)
1: uh, We're only using the audio from the recording, no one had to know
0: I did not know that
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well because the recording gets released
0: on um, Oh Spotify, uh,
1: you can find uh, us
0: on Spotify and fucking SoundCloud and stuff Not sure if you can find us on Spotify but, well, um, fun fact, this t-shirt is so not clean It is so disgusting Oh my god Oh nice, what well, happened there? Oh, do you like my go faster stripes shaved into my head? Yes I do Yeah,
1: you. Okay, I'm waiting to go live on Facebook So you've got a t-shirt on Because I'm considerate
0: No, alright, I'm done. Oh, I've got a giant Nike t-shirt That I don't own, apparently so what are we talking about? What's, what's happening here? This week in the news. Babe Ruth. No. God, That's daddy. not what it was. Give me a fucking t-shirt. There's one. Yeah, Babe Ruth was in the news. Big bomb went off. That's not what it was. <laughs> yeah, Babe Ruth. No. Famous geographer. No. Probably won't be making any of those jokes on when we're live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't <laughs> I, saw, I saw the death toll this morning It was 150 people Yeah, and it's just going to keep going up as well eh? Oh, my cum guts are coming on nicely Yeah, good Can you uh, take cuckold off my name, please?
1: <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't notice
0: <laughs> Yeah, thanks, mate Okay. That's fine. That's it? <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Um, the ladies know. <laughs> <laughs> ladies love cool Alex. LL <laughs> cool A.
1: Yeah, LL cool A. Hey.
0: Let's do it uh, live on Facebook. Oh, I think I've got a nice idea actually. Mm, I'm going to take a. Bet that you don't. But. <laughs> I mean, that's usually quite a safe bet. Um, no, I was thinking if I put, um, like, get a uh, get a tissue, soak in a little bit of, uh, of aftershave, put it underneath my fan, as it wafts up, it'll spray into my room.
1: Mm. Yeah. No, that is, that actually is a good idea. I it's
0: like how you. um, if
1: you've got toilet smell nice juice
0: it smell nice juice.
1: Yeah. The... Oh, bleach. No, it goes in the <laughs> air. Air freshener. Uh, yeah, if you put that, down, put that down the toilet, close the lid, obviously, flush it, then when you open the lid afterwards, ooh, nice aromas. That's actually quite a good
0: idea. Although I only have bleach, so... I mean, if you want my whole bathroom to smell like chlorine... Hang on, does this work? No, we're not live. We should be live in a second. Oh, there's a really ominous-looking fan over your shoulder. I just, oh, now we're live. I just clocked it. I like just. I could just see over your shoulder, and I could just see this like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the way it's. What are you say? <laughs> it just sneaks in, like hello. Lightning. Honestly,
1: this fan was the best fucking purchase I have made in a long time.
0: Um, I don't know. I bought a miniature telescope the other day. Um, so that was quite good. Also got my haircut yesterday. Not that you can see because I'm slightly out of shot.
1: Well, just
0: move. I yes. mean, it's not difficult. There it is. No, no, no. no. So close. Um, th- so think, close yet yeah, so far. Think about how hot it is for me to go and get a haircut within three weeks. Like, considering I usually go like once every two months. Mm. I still haven't had a proper haircut. I mean, also- I had, so I had, a I, fringe, I had a fringe down to, like, here, right? Like, I could almost tuck it behind my ears. And um, That's cute. You should have done that. And they just snipped it off. Oh, I was like, oh, God! Oh, God, that was so much hair that just disappeared. Yeah. So now I got really short hair again.
1: Yeah, haircuts, are, they can be, like, distressing
0: like that. Yeah, I was not prepared for it. Oh, uh, should we do the introduction?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, hello, and welcome to the Alex and Alex
0: podcast. Alex, I am Alex. Brian. It. I am not Alex Ryan. I am Alex... I can see it on my name. Say on yeah, my... Who are you? Say your name. Say your name, bitch. <laughs> uh, I am Alex Velis.
1: <laughs> yes! <laughs> you certainly are. Yeah. And we have the same name. Well, do we? <laughs> we have the same first
0: name. Dude, come on. No, what's your name? Alex Ryan. No, come on. <laughs> actually what's your what's your email address for that jewish school that you work
1: at i mean to be fair they're not that was just like a one-year thing and they're not they're not hiring us back next year so i'm pretty sure are they not
0: hiring hiring you back alex because of
1: the nazis no um just like coronavirus basically the rona got in the way um I, but I yeah i i also i the app like I actually really enjoyed working there it was a, it was a it was a good time um you know they sort of treated us very nicely and they they paid me on time, which is good oh man really yeah, but um
0: like in the just in case you don't know in the freelance world um being paid on time, I don't know when that happens I yeah really... it's pretty rare it's pretty rare um oh, on the other hand, I also sometimes invoice late, so it's kind of my own fault I just, you know there's a lot but of...
1: like when they you... should just they should just pay but they, um, the admin there isn't, it's not great. So like, in addition to my infamous email address, which I will tell you in a second, um, they also, so like when, when you start there, they give you a, a laptop that you can use to get on the school network. Everything's like very, um, kind of regimented and, um, they, they don't, they don't have like an accessible wifi network in the school because all the students like inevitably someone would figure out the password and then all the students would get on it and it would be impossible to use. So they have like a kind of a, a network that only school laptops can go on. So they gave me a school laptop and it's like, it's not great. It's not like this Mac, which a student gave me, which is wonderful, but um, they gave me like a school. Uh, so I just have it in a cupboard now because obviously I haven't been in school since March and we're not going back. And we just haven't heard anything from them about what we're making <coughs> with these laptops. I'm like, is this mine now? Do I need to give this back? Um, equally, I'm pretty sure my email account is still active. So if you want to uh, get in touch with my work email. So here's the thing as well, right? The, the email itself isn't as bad as the actual login details. The email is just a.ryan at, and then the school address. Not not ideal for a Jewish school, but not the worst. My fucking login details on every single thing to do with the school are Arian88. <laughs> and at that point, like Arian makes sense. I've had this before. A dot Ryan, A Ryan, Arian. It, yeah, it happens. It's fine. No one's perfect. But um like the 88 just makes me think that someone was fucking with me. It just makes me think that someone in the, in the department was like, he can have any two numbers randomly assigned after his name. I'm going to give him these two. I'm going to give him 88. Like, I'm hoping, I'm, honestly, I'm hoping it was a joke. Because if it wasn't a joke, maybe there's like some sort of, <laughs> some like anti-Semitic shadow government within the school working <laughs> to take it over, you know?
0: so Alex, can we just clarify? Um, I really wanted to just be like, like they have no control over it; it's just randomised. Well, I think that's even better if it was. I mean, I
1: think like that is probably the most likely, but it's also like, how unlucky do you have to be? But the worst thing about it is I can't say anything about it. Like, it doesn't matter now because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like working with them um, this year. <laughs> but for like a year there, I was like, well, I can't say anything about it. Because if I bring it up, they're like, Why the fuck were you thinking that? Like if I bring it up, they're like, that's a weird thing. That's a weird place for you to go with this. What do you mean eighty eight is anti-Semitic? <laughs> like it's like neo-Nazi code. I'm like, ah oh, shit. So I just but then also if I don't bring
0: it up, it's also kind of weird. Yeah, like it's a really tricky position to be in because you know, if you say you can appre I'm sure they can appreciate that the, the Aryan thing is just like it feels like it's your initials, but maybe they could go with your middle name or something. Because it's not... Also, the 88 is not like you were born in 1988. You know <laughs> no. what I mean? So, <laughs> no. I, like, my birth, my birth year... My birth year is every year, I guess. I don't know. But, um, no, your birth year isn't every year. You know, I, I, I reinvent myself every year on my birth. Oh, okay. Well, that's just you, then. Yeah, thanks. But my... Yeah, my, so my birth year is 1988. So is I... Actually? Yeah, so I used to get 88 quite a lot. Mm. And um and for a long time I did not realise it was blood. I think like yeah. eighty eight on its own.
1: <laughs> it, like it's understandable. It's the fact that it comes after Arian <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well so what were your parents thinking? Like A Ryan? I don't, yeah, don't know.
1: My parents my, my parents <laughs> clearly didn't put that much thought into naming me or my sister. Like my name's just lazy and bland and my sister's Thanks man, nice.
0: I really enjoy my name.
1: Yeah, but you're Alexander Lawrence Veles. Like, at least one of your names isn't a first name. I feel like if my last name is already a first name, I need at least one other to be interesting.
0: What's your middle name? Thomas. So let's just change that to a last name.
1: Okay, I'm Alexander Ryan Thomas.
0: <laughs> no, 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 not change <laughs> your last name, to a, an actual, like, I don't know, Smith.
1: Alexander Thomas Smith. Alexander Smith Ryan.
0: That, yeah. makes, that, that sounds a bit better. <laughs> Alexander Smith Ryan. Alexander okay, we, Smithy Ryan. Can we can we have it so that it's Alexander hyphen Smith, Ryan. So your name's Alexander Smith. Oh well, so my first name
1: is Double Barrelled. Yeah. That's a power move, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Alexander Smith Ryan. Alexander Smith Ryan. I did it. Oh did you? Uh, did I achieve? Oh, nice. That's uh, still arguably much better than my name on here. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Okay, so uh, just as a heads up for you, we've been sort of longing out this... Oh, shit, what the fuck was that? Um, yeah, so we've been sort of longing this out. Uh... They've still not seen. It. We were meant to be interviewing a band from America today, but... Um... Well, in America, wherever they are, right now it's like seven in the morning. They're so. in
1: Fort Lauderdale, Florida,
0: I think. Yeah. So that's like the nearest side that you could be to to us. But it's still quite far away.
1: Yeah, and Florida.
0: Yeah, which I imagine is like just a swampy mess at the moment.
1: Well, have you heard the, um, this saying about like when Americans don't quite get what, how the rest of the world sees them? And Americans... Say, well, the rest of the world sees us like we see Florida. What? So how I mean, we see America is how America sees Florida.
0: Ah, okay. Oh, okay. What you said, um, how they view us is how we view Florida or whatever you said. I but that's
1: from the American perspective.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't get that straight away.
1: I was in character.
0: Yeah, sorry. That was method well, acting. You if, you be could, be. if you could be a state, what would you be? Definitely not fucking sober. depressed um
1: any one of the U.S. states yeah I I feel like I'd I'd like to be somewhere cool and interesting like you know a Texas or a Tennessee or like even a, a like a New York state I think I'm probably just a Colorado like relatively liberal but also just a big boxy kind of fatty <laughs> like, i'm like i'm like liberal i think drugs should be legalized but i'm also
0: just a box colorado is like um uh it's, it produces really good skaters also that's where that treasure's buried the national treasure no that's the you know declaration of independence oh yeah uh no but the do you remember there's that guy that like hid a whole load of like money in the woods or something and then wrote a, a series of riddles so that you can try and find it. Oh yeah, The Riddler. Yeah, that's it. So that's in Colorado. That's, that's the nearest I, I managed to work out that far, but it's in Colorado. Wait, a, I, haven't, I haven't heard of this. What is this? All right, so there's... Um, shit, what have I done? Um, right, so there's a... Um, there's a, a... A series of riddles on the internet. You can, like, anyone can go and look for it. What's and it called? I can't remember what it's called. Is it The
1: Fenn Treasure?
0: maybe um
1: if it's the fen treasure i got bad news for you
0: <laughs> when was it found uh june this year oh wow that's amazing was yeah. it in colorado between a river and a mountain like in, in a cop it was under
1: a canopy of stars in the lush forested vegetation of the rocky mountains which is in. Colorado.
0: Um, pretty sure it's in colorado yeah <clears throat> yep it's colorado <laughs> Between a mountain and a river.
1: I mean, that doesn't really narrow it down when it comes to Colorado, but... I am right. Colorado man is second to die in quest for buried treasure.
0: Yeah, that, that happened a few times. But On thought, the hunt,
1: where warm waters halt.
0: Yeah, so, uh, let's see, warm I've never
1: heard of this. How fucking sad that I'd never heard of this. And the day I find out, <laughs> I, I find out that it's been found. Do you want to become treasure hunters? Well, I can't hunt for this one. I guess I could, one?
0: I could go to the guy's house with a brick and found it and be like, give me the treasure. How much was it, like a million pounds or something? Um,
1: he's estimated the hoard is worth $2 million. Pretty good going.
0: Yeah, so maybe we should, i say, well, let's try and find some like uh, unsolved treasures. Uh, Come here, other laptop. Also, I apologize instantly if uh, my music just suddenly turns on. I'll turn it off. This
1: is such an interesting story. Mr. Fenn, a former Air Force fighter pilot who runs a gallery in Santa Fe, New Mexico, hatched the idea for the hunt decades ago after he learned that he had kidney cancer. He had planned to have his remains interned with the riches, but when he recovered from the disease, he buried the box to give families a reason to get off their couches.
0: Uh, That's a pretty good reason, man. Um, unsolved treasure. Um, yep, yeah, sweet. I was really hoping that Google would like uh, pick up the rest of that for me because I was like, nah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, so Captain Kid's treasure, uh, Forest Fen treasure, the Beals, the Beal ciphers, uh, Copper Scroll, and one for fun. Okay, so I didn't really, I didn't put any effort into reading that. Um, I just chose the, the, the headlines. The Lost Ship in the Desert. Forest fens Treasure, which I'm guessing that's the one that we're talking about. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, how rad that some berry treasure was actually found there. That is really cool.
0: <clears throat> okay, where's Okay, so... The Beale ciphers were three coded messages found in a box that originally belonged to Thomas J. Beale and supposedly referred to a treasure Beale discovered in a mine north of Santa Fe. Mm. Beale and his companions moved the treasure to Bedford County, VA. Where's VA? Virginia. Ah, Veterans Anonymous. Where Beale gave Robert Morris, trusted friend and local innkeeper, a box to be opened if Morris didn't hear from Beale for a decade. Two decades later... Decades? Okay. Okay. Two decades later, because Morris was either a bad friend or waited an extra decade for each extras, extra S in his name. God, yeah, Morris is spelled with two S's for some reason. He opened the box when he and, friend, and a friend couldn't decipher the papers inside, only figuring out about one of the contents of the treasure. They published the Beale papers. It was a pamphlet aimed to spread news of the treasure as far as possible, basically crowdsourcing the deciphering. It didn't work. Which you already knew because this article, article well, <coughs> treasure hunt, treasure hunt, you can't go on because someone else already found all the stuff. But the Beale cipher, hang on, yeah, to so the is that? I don't have a clue. Neither do I. It looks like a. I think it looks like Aramaic. I
1: I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know how to... Like, no, 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 it's not swirly it.
0: enough. There's not enough swirls in it.
1: Aramaic's got some,
0: like, swirls in it. Mm.
1: There's
0: also the Copper Scroll. The Tomb of Qin Shi Huang. Hang? The Old Hang? Cop's Hang?
1: a bastard scroll. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that's it.
0: Uh... Oh, so there's like a whole lot of like magic stuff, <laughs> magic stuff. There's a whole lot of like treasure hunts and things that, um, you know, that people can't decipher because they're in like ancient Hebrew. And we don't speak ancient Hebrew uh, prolifically anymore. No, I personally don't. I mean, yeah, I just do it now, do it on the fly. use Google Translate. Oh, there's also geocaching.
1: Yeah, I've heard about that. I often thought that it would be the sort of thing that would be fun to do and I just never took any action on that I think this applies to a lot of things in my life But like I heard about geocaching and it's like yeah, that'd be so fun Like what a what a nice like wholesome time like get some friends go out look for treasure Uh, never done it never even tried
0: Yeah, no, it's I think it sounds like it's a good idea ah! But um, I think I went geocaching once couldn't find two different ones even though I knew exactly where one was Hmm. Just gave up just gave
1: up. That's the thing though isn't it You can always yeah. just give up
0: So uh, maybe we should go on a treasure hunt then. Or fuck that Maybe we should hunt, hide some treasure And um, send other people On a treasure hunt
1: I think that's more fun Because also if you're going on a treasure hunt I feel like it would be hard to escape the profit motive. It would be hard to be like, oh, I'm going to be rich at the end of this. And it's like, you know, who doesn't want fortune and glory?
0: But Treasure is the friends that we made on the way. Oh,
1: exactly. And if we're hiding treasure, we get all the fun of it without, you know, we're like, I can afford to hide this
0: treasure. Also, we could probably make a thing about it. Like uh, if we did a big Alex and Alex podcast, treasure finding extravaganza. And remember, people always, if you need a, if you needed something to do, you win a pint of wine from each of us that's our standard prize. That is the standard prize. So far, no one has yet claimed it. It's because... <laughs> Be the first. Be the first. All you have to do is like uh, go back and watch our watch or listen to our previous episodes in which we uh, described films that uh, were on the cusp of coming out, independent films and shit. And um, yeah, if you can work out what the film was, you win a pint of wine from each of us. I forgot we did
1: that. Those, were, <laughs> those are my least favorite.
0: I fucking hated those episodes. I really enjoyed them. I, really <laughs> I know you did. I hated I really enjoy reviewing films. I really enjoy the fact that people take us seriously enough as journalists. Apparently, that uh, they will invite us to uh, to go and review their films that we do in secret and then don't tell anyone what they're called. Uh, go being the worst journalists on the face. Yeah, I
1: was going to say when you think about it, it's a really shit business model, isn't it? It's like let's give these people um, free press passes. To come see my thing for exposure but let's also not let
0: them tell people what the thing is well no if you remember correctly on the first one we were allowed to tell people what the thing was um and we just chose not to and on the second one we weren't allowed to because they thought the first one was so successful we were like no like nobody won nobody like nobody even guessed
1: i was gonna say like i wouldn't i think saying nobody won is misleading nobody entered as so far as I'm aware, we've never had any actual contact from anyone who listens to the show. Um, uh, I don't know.
0: There was that time that... Um, I'm so confident
1: in this that I've actually never... Like, I haven't checked the Gmail in like a year.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go right on our Facebook right now and see if... Um, I mean, we're live on Facebook right now. No one's fucking watching. Are they not? No. I can't even see where it says we've gone live. Oh, no. I've got, I've got it open uh either will i'll see if anyone is anyone's watching anyone's commented. no one commented No no comments this
1: time either we're just getting no bites this week it's kind of weird though like sometimes we get a fair few comments fair few people involved this week i don't know maybe people have got other stuff to do with their saturdays
0: no it's like a billion degrees mm-hmm. i'm going to the park oh we haven't had um we haven't we haven't had anyone buy it. Look, I'll give
1: it, I'll give it a like, and I'll share it. Coffee Link. Coffee
0: Link? Yeah. Halo 2! I actually really like that song.
1: Yeah, I like it as well. It's named Ampharos.
0: <laughs> it.
1: Ampharos is a really underrated Pokemon as well.
0: I don't even know what Pokemon that is.
1: Um, okay, so you know Gen 3, like, Ruby and Sapphire. You know the sheep? Uh, yeah. Third evolution of the sheep.
0: Like big, big <laughs> by the way, uh, the big post I just shared was uh, we are live and chatting utter shite. Yeah, that's fair, very accurate. Yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, so unfortunately, our, our guest couldn't actually make it on today, which is why this is an absolutely nonsense podcast, but, um, yeah, that's why <laughs> nothing to do with us fundamentally <laughs> as people, but, um, yes, yeah, so we definitely didn't have a backup plan either, but let's talk about that band anyway. Ow! So uh into the dishwasher. So the band's called a uh, two-point conversion, which hopefully we'll have on next week uh, instead. But um <laughs> I doubt we will.
1: I think we won't. Uh
0: maybe. Well I'd like them to come on. I really like I really like them. But um yeah, so they've got they've got a song. And the reason that I was just listening on Spotify and I was playing through various different things. And um it came up with this one track that I was sort of listening to in the background, and then I heard the lines, Blood Gulch. Halo 2 playing Slayer all alone. I was like, is this my childhood? <laughs> Did I write this song? Yeah, like, uh, and the line before it is, ah, um, oh, fuck it, what is it? It's, uh, something, something, the price is right, uh, playing, <laughs> playing with you when sick at home. Something like that. And I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is when I was a teenager. And the type of music is uh, called Settlers of Catan Emo and uh, Halo 3 Math Pop. Which in case you don't know what any, either of those two things are, nobody I does. I was going to ask them about it today, but I'll just go fuck myself, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll both have to. Well, go fuck myself? Yeah. Uh, okay, fine. My Twitter is still a picture of you and I lying in bed together.
1: <laughs> That's great.
0: Yeah. I love that. So it my WhatsApp, actually.
1: My WhatsApp's a picture of me on the floor with loads and loads of big bottles of booze that someone that I was living with at uni had for like a committee from 2014. I just never changed my WhatsApp picture.
0: Yeah, I don't even know how to. I think I changed it once and then I can log it out. Oh, I'll tell you what. Here's a cool app that I found recently. Um <laughs> cool, Tinder. <laughs> match.com. Um, not an app. Anyway, so maybe an app. Don't know. Uh, yeah, so... I found this cool thing where I was—I watch a lot of skate videos on um, Instagram. Uh, since your boy got back into skateboarding, which is why he also has just the most incredible litany of in- injuries at the moment. Yeah, yeah it's
1: it's a, it's a cycle with you, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like you—you don't—you go into skateboarding, you do pretty well. You get too injured, stress about being old, get back into skateboarding. It's it's good.
0: Yeah, I've, I've slowed it down this time though. So like uh if I get an injury now, instead of just like skating through it, I just like rest up a bit.
1: That's good.
0: I'm about to start going to the gym as well.
1: Yeah, is it are they open?
0: Yeah.
1: So the one down the road from me is open, but it's members only right now. But that's fair. No. Like, no. That's the problem, Alex. I see
0: the problem, yeah. My yeah, but is. that's
1: that's fair. Um Partly because I, I, I went to the gym for like MMA training And I feel like there are few ways That are like more efficient for spreading COVID yeah, Than full contact sports Yeah like full contact grappling with a bunch of strangers
0: Yeah fair enough So um, I yeah. haven't done that That's fair uh, Yeah so I was going to tell you about this app um, So I watched a lot of skate videos And an advert came up for a, an app that helps you find skate parks And I was like oh that's cool And I downloaded it and I had a look And I was like oh this is actually I didn't know there were so many, um, so close to where I was. But the the really, really cool thing about it is that if you find a spot, like a a really cool place to skate, just in the street or whatever, you can take a photo of it, upload it, and put those details onto it so other people can come and skate that spot. And that's actually, like, that's such such, such a good thing. Such a, such a, such a good thing.
1: Such a, such a, such a.
0: Such a good thing. Yeah, but I was like, as far as skateboarding goes, that's that's a really, really good community tool. Yeah, no, it is. It's really good.
1: Very useful. What the fuck is this? Ah,
0: God, it's like a billion degrees, Alex. My rooms are fucking stuck out. Get yeah, fan. I have a fan. <laughs> oh, I can't, John, now. I, can't, I can't help you. I can't help you, That's the it?
1: one solution. Um... I'd say run a cold bath, but you'll just get a headache again.
0: Yeah, that was so dumb. I can't believe how much that sucked.
1: Why don't you run a lukewarm bath? Who's Luke? Ah, that's really funny. Thank that's you. That's really you good. That's really good comedy. Goodbye.
0: I'm getting a fucking C. Actually, I want to get in the sea. All right, but I oh, I found a... um. Well, I think it's an abandoned grain silo. Oh, sick. Okay. With that, next to right? a model village, next to a model village, where and, is it? Uh, it's near Charlton, and okay, uh, and a battle. You ever heard of grain immersion? Grain, what? No,
1: it might not be called grain immersion.
0: Uh, what's it called? Man, we should have stuck in the treasure chest. Then grain entrapment. Uh, no, I, I don't know what that is.
1: Right, basically, uh, in, a, in a grain um, silo, there will be, like, pockets. So, the surface of the grain will crust, and there will be little pockets of air. And if you go into it, you can slightly disturb it, and you become completely submerged. And just because of the physics of the grain, uh, you just can't get out. Like, if there's no one else to help you, it's impossible to get
0: out. And, well, I guess you can't pull yourself up, can you?
1: No, yeah, you can't. Because it's all just flowing around you, uh, and you just die.
0: Well, it wasn't inside the grain silo, but that is actually very useful to know.
1: While the death rate from workplace accidents on American farms has declined in the first decade of the 21st century, grain entrapment deaths have not, reaching an all-time annual high of 26 in 2010. Many of those victims have been minors. That's fun.
0: They mean children, or people in mines? Yeah, kids. Okay. Because they could still mean people in mines.
1: Yeah. Um, At some grain handling facilities Employees walk down the grain on top of it To expedite the flow of grain from the top When it is being allowed to flow out the bottom (coughs) This is the most common cause of grain entrapments Fucking of course it is And what is? Walking down the grain So they have a policy, mostly in small farms Where to help get the grain out People go on top of it and walk it And they sort of walk over the top So that it comes out the bottom quicker That's obviously a fucking terrible idea Why
0: don't they just like put water on it? then it gets wet yeah it's like if grain gets wet it like rots doesn't it that's what we i don't know well most things rot when they get wet <clears throat> i guess i don't know I've, no, that's that's a claim that i've just made that i have no idea
1: about once entrapment begins it happens very quickly due to the suction like action of the grain researchers in germany found that an average person who has sunk into grain once it has stopped flowing can get out only as long as it has not reached knee level once it hits waist level assistance is required a human body and grain take seconds to sink, minutes to suffocate, and hours to locate and recover. Recovered bodies have shown signs of blunt force trauma from the impact of the grain. One body was found to have a dislocated jaw. Jesus. Christ. That's, that's, hard. Hard. that's one of my... That's, that's it's one of these obscure fears that I have. It's like that and um, getting like, eaten by a bear is another big fear I have. One being eaten by a shark. Yeah,
0: no, that'll do it. Like, uh, I've got a friend who's. Um, who... For some reason, I'm just not scared of sharks. I've got a friend who's really, really good at swimming, but he's terrified of the open ocean, purely on the basis that. Um... Well, specifically, he's afraid of whales, not the place. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just don't trust it, man. What is it? It's part of England, but it's not. It's a different <laughs> country.
0: Anyway, but um, yeah, so he's afraid I of. I don't trust it. Why do they speak like that?
1: I think I I can get being afraid of whales the country. I can actually understand
0: that. That sounds really xenophobic.
1: No, well I mean it is literally in the most literal sense you're afraid of it. But it's not xenophobic in the conventional sense. It's not like no, can, I mean like you understand
0: it. why people could be afraid of it because they speak differently.
1: I just think it, I I get it, you know. Just on a kind of on an on like an animal level. I get it. I mean anyway you're scared of sharks. Yeah so my
0: pal though he's um he hates the idea of something large uh, swimming beneath him which understandably so but so you know those shots of like uh, people in like uh, tiny little boats and stuff and then there's like a pod of whales underneath them mm. they give him like they give him nightmares but then again i've got another friend who's uh, afraid of tomatoes but i guess cuz whales are so
1: big That that makes that makes sense to me as well. Like, there's something crazy. It's it's in a similar way to being scared of like a tidal wave or an earthquake or something. It really is a force of nature. Like, a pod of whales. Like, if they decided to, if you're like on a boat or whatever, if they decided to, they could just, you know. Uh,
0: Do you remember that scene in um what's that film called? I was about to say In Time. Definitely not that one. Um, I'm Matthew McConaughey, and I'm in space. Interstellar. Yeah, we've got to go rescue Matt Damon again because once, once again he's got himself fucking stuck in space. Yeah. But, um, yeah we, we talked about the, the um,
1: waves in that movie, didn't we?
0: Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. I think that's, that's possibly one of my biggest fears. And it's so unlikely. I mean, on the plus side, at least I'm usually, apart from like spiders uh, and heights, there's not really anything that I'm afraid of. Mm. so having these like completely outlandish fears of like oh yeah being stuck on a remote distant planet and a giant wall of water coming towards it mm. uh,
1: even even just a a boat sinking a ship you're in sinking there's something
0: very scary about that oh yes yeah, because like um oh yeah, oh yeah what was that oh yeah there's something very scary about that no there is something very scary i don't know why i carried on trying to be totally normal after that um There is something very scary about it because you know humans obviously are accustomed to dry land and you want to be able to grab hold of something and you want to know you're safe whereas the ocean is vast and empty and terrifying
1: yeah and it's like you hear these stories about it like um like sinking of the uss indianapolis is 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 really scary because that went down in the pacific and um the, w- it, the water was warm enough that you weren't gonna just you know freeze to death and die which you know would suck but still be- so like these soldiers were out there uh sailors rather they were in the navy were out there for like i think three days and they were just going mad some of them were just like drinking salt water to kill themselves others would swim to the edge of the group and wait for a shark to get them you'd just be out there treading water and you'd see someone just <laughs> go down because a shark got him fucked how did they survive uh, i think someone found him in the end I bet you the
0: other ones feel silly now, if they can feel. Oh, did you need know something weird about the uh, the atomic um, testing in the French Polynesian islands? Yes. So did you know that when the people were out on the boats, the the uh, the water sheriffs, sailors, um, sorry, water sheriffs. Yeah, I saw a sign once that said "land." Stick in with water sheriffs. Yeah. I saw a sign once that said land sheriffs, and I was like, aren't all sheriffs land sheriffs? Land sheriffs! (laughs) And sheriffs! Yeah, so water sheriffs, or sailors, as they are more colloquially known, um, when they were lying face down on the... um, because obviously they were told, (laughs) like, don't look at the explosion, just lie down. Mm -hmm. Apparently, after the explosion went off, they could see the bones in their arms. Can you imagine being suddenly blasted with like that much radiation and being like, this is fine. <laughs> it's just, I suspect there
1: will be consequences to this. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, but um, apparently it was, obviously it was terrifying, but like you could see through yourself, see through your friends. Mm. Weird, right? It's crazy. Would you like to go in the nuclear explosion? What are my options? Uh, if my options
1: are just that or not that, then no uh,
0: So you have to choose a way to die Okay um, Also, the downside,
1: so- of, the downside of dying in a nuclear explosion is the causes
0: Like it's unlikely to be just me that dies I was going to actually make self- that as a caveat In these explosions or whatever In these uh, modes of death, it is just you who dies
1: Okay I mean, yeah, I think that would be something very awe-inspiring To be able to like see the initial flash at, at, at a distance where you know you're not going to survive to just see it and to just be like wow check out all that power
0: yeah i think there is something there is definitely something about that i think what i would be considerate of is would you even see the flash as such wouldn't you just see a blinding light have no eyes and then within half a second be uh, vaporized
1: yeah i mean i think the last thing you'd see would be a light so brilliant that you could never see anything again and then the shockwave would hit you.
0: Yeah, a light's like, so brilliant, it makes you believe in God moments before you meet him. Uh, you know, if God's real and
1: It makes you believe in a in, in a cruel
0: and destructive God. Doesn't just life in general make you believe in a cruel? <laughs> yeah, praise. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that also I remember hearing of something called a neutron bomb. I'm not mm. sure if it's real though. It, uh, it only eviscerates um, organic life. So it leaves buildings and stuff, totally fine.
1: Um, Is that real?
0: Just reading up on it. Also, I don't know why it's called a neutron bomb. Also, it's so hot I might have to have a map.
1: Yeah, no, I think, <clears throat> I think they exist. Yeah, the last one was dismantled in 2011. A neutron bomb uh, is a low yield thermonuclear weapon designed to maximize lethal neutron radiation in the immediate vicinity of the blast while minimizing the physical power of the blast itself. Okay, so it's designed to have as little explosion as possible, but as much lethal radiation. So yeah, you, you just kill people.
0: Okay, that's uh, also there's daisy cutters. They're pretty awful. Uh, I think they're thermonuclear devices that are dropped um, drop to like a certain height and then go off. So the explosion
1: is...
0: It's yeah. Not... So yeah, so the explosion just essentially cuts off the heads of everyone. I think The
1: fuse designed to detonate an
0: aerial bomb at or above
1: ground level. The fuse itself is a long probe affixed to the weapon's nose, which detonates the bomb if it touches the ground or any solid object. Um, it's to maximize blast damage on the surface of a target.
0: Ah. That's actually slightly better than what I thought it was. <laughs> Awful, though. Absolutely awful. they were used
1: in the Vietnam War. (laughs) The concept for the daisy-cutter fuse is attributed to an Air America employee who grasped the idea during a night of drinking. Shortly thereafter, his drinking buddy, a Royal Lao Air Force airman, gathered the needed materials for the prototype and started welding used aircraft gun barrels directly into the nose fuse cavity of bombs. So two guys are drinking. One of them's like, man, what about... Dude, what about... What about a bomb, but it goes off, like, before it's in the ground? And the drinking buddy the next day is like, I can totally do that.
0: And he uh, gathering, like, you... Worst cases. case scenario, this is a shit idea, but at least I get to make a bomb. Uh, someone I know that was in the army, um, they were making or dismantling or something to do with uh, IEDs, and he made a barbed wire bomb. Oh, brutal. So, yeah, and they... I mean, people it, use uh, nail bombs and stuff like that, right? Yeah, which is awful. Like so can you imagine a barbed wire bomb? So it's just a bomb wrapped in barbed wire. But when it goes off it just shows like throws out like a whole um Yeah. Just a whole yeah, yeah, so when it hits you, yeah, awful.
1: Humans are crazy when it comes to ways to like efficiently destroy ourselves and others. Well that's really I an mean, a a really inefficient
0: we've... way to kill someone. Huh? Well the, the barbed wire bombs are really inefficient way to kill yeah, someone. Yeah, it's just cruel. Yeah it is. It? So cruel.
1: I mean, that was something that, that happened in the first world war as well. One of those like little kind of horrors of the whole thing was <coughs> the the artillery would that they'd, they'd sort of bombard the enemy chen- trenches with artillery before going over the top. But rather than actually you know destroying the barbed wire, the artillery would just churn it up into this like mass of impenetrable, like it would basically make barbed wire defenses stronger by bombing them. Mm. Then, you know, if you were lucky enough, lucky enough to get there. You know, you go over the top, you don't get blown up or shot. You get to this barbed wire and it's just this tangled, impenetrable mass.
0: Then you die. It's such an inefficient. Like, how are we so inefficient at killing each other? You'd think, like, we pre- you'd think we'd be pretty good at it by now. No, I think we're incredibly good at it. No, we, we're good at it on, like... Um... We're good at it in the sense that we do it a lot. But we're not good at it in the sense that it's, we don't do it efficiently. Wait, what's, what's inefficient about it? Like you were saying about the artillery, for example. You've, ne- you've now made it more difficult for your own troops to go over. Yeah.
1: But then also you could argue that that's just the strength of barbed wire as a defense. That's
0: just the strength of trench defenses. Well, no, because like, they weren't set up with the idea of being hit with artillery. That was just a byproduct that we then liked. And the fact that we repeatedly made that same mistake. Mm. Well, I say we, I mean we as like humans, not we as in like the, the British, I suppose. Although I guess I do or something like that. But uh, yeah, so we're remarkably inefficient because I, surely what you want to do is just introduce something into the, uh, I guess, the water supply or whatever that makes people infertile takes a long time, but... Oh, we should do another conspiracy theory episode.
1: Oh, Sorry, I don't know why I keep yawning today. I wasn't even up that late. Um, yeah, conspiracy theories. Are there any new ones? I kind of... I follow along with a lot of the, the QAnon shit because that is just so toxic and impossible and horrific. Like... I think there's always mileage to be had in that one. I don't know. I'm sure there's heaps. What's it called? In- huh? What's it called? Uh, QAnon.
0: QAnon. Yeah. It's a whole fucking deep world of shit. I think, I think we should apply for funding so that you and I can go and uh, discover conspiracy theories and maybe disprove them.
1: Well, that's the thing about conspiracy theories, isn't it? They're not, they're not amenable to being disproved in that sense.
0: Well, yeah, we can go to the North Pole and look for the opening into the Hollow Earth.
1: Yeah, but if we go there and can't find it, that's not going to convince anyone. Why not? No one's going to be like, oh, well, these two guys, you know, did it. They'll just be like, oh, they're just part of the, you know, part of the story. The problem with that, that conspiracy theory isn't that no one's been to the North Pole. It's yeah. not just that
0: no one's checked. Well, maybe we can do it at the South Pole. I haven't been there before. I haven't been in the North Pole either. I don't know why I said that. Later. I was going to say, you... You were yawning a lot. I know! <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry
1: because I'm not yawning at all. I know, which means, mean, means you're a sociopath. Yeah. I th- I'm sorry this is a discussion we've had before, though. It's like, you're, um, you're one of those people that just doesn't respond to other people's yawns.
0: Yeah, apparently it shows a lack of empathy. Mm, that would make sense. Which I think it, well, I don't understand why that would make sense. It's like, mm. not an emotive reaction, is it? I also don't cry when other people cry. Does that make me, like, do you know what I mean? It's, what, why is that to do with? The other thing is that I'm also really tired, so I probably should you. <laughs> you're just, you're just doing it, like. Consciously aware. Of yeah,
1: it. you're consciously not yawning. Do you reckon
0: that's even a thing? Oh, well, uh, I I bet you that's like a, like a, uh, a grunger thing people in do you remember grungers? tell me in. when I was at school, um, you didn't used to have like uh, people that listen to metal and stuff. you used to have like grungers and skaters and stuff like that. Well um what was I going to say? I bet you that's something that like um, if kids had as much information as they did as they do now when I was at school people would intentionally try not to yawn because so they'd be like, I'm actually a sociopath. Do you know what I mean? Or mm. well, um, like just trying to seem edgy. Like, yeah. yeah, no, I actually... I like- remember walking back from school and this girl being like, I'm going to kill myself and kept like trying to walk out in front of like cars until someone pointed out that one, the cars are going so slowly and two, sometimes they were parked. <sighs> she was walking
1: out in front of parked cars. Well, how did she respond to that?
0: You know, I don't know, I'd already walked on by that point, but I just remember looking at it thinking, what a dickhead. Mm. What a total dickhead. And should be like, this music really speaks to me. And it's like, bro, you're wearing a Green Day hoodie. Which, granted, uh, essentially, I was reading this thing the other day, um, how everyone's just like, oh, yes, yeah, so a Green Day is not, like, that's not real punk, rah, rah, rah. And then you look at what Green Day's doing now, and then you look at bands like the Sex Pistols and, like, uh, Misfit, Misfits and that, like. Mm. Michael Michael Graves, which is the stage name of the singer from uh, Misfits, he's mm. now a proud boy. Really? Yeah. And um, Johnny Ron, John Biden, yeah, from um, Sex Pistols, he like wears he has like a Confederate flag, wears wears a MAGA hat. He's you know a big I, Brexit guy as well. Yeah, pussy fuckers. But how could how could he go from being Johnny Ron, Well, I guess we've had this conversation before as well. This is just essentially like a a shitty recap episode. But yeah, I mean, I think... I think there's probably a few
1: dynamics in in play. Like, one would be um, if your rebellion is based purely around, like, offending common sense and your rebellion is based around just kind of, you know, raising kind of issues and provoking and getting reactions it makes sense that you would go and wind up supporting things that are like and quite try. quite shitty you know yeah, so in the same way that like like the laziest sort of comedy is to be like oh you can't say anything these days political correctness gone mad oh well, everyone's a snowflake and it's so fucking lazy and hacky but you can see how it makes sense right you know if if, if you see your role as a comedian is, is speaking truth to power and you, you know, you mistake a broad consensus about acceptable sort of behavior and and limits and stuff like that for like an enforced power dynamic. It makes sense that you might try and push against those without really considering why you're doing it or who you're hurting.
0: Yeah, I mean like, I think people are so desperate to be rebellious that, they want to rebel against what it is that their friends are. They want to be different. They want to be not necessarily the outcast or the other, but they want to stand apart from the crowd. Even if that means like, um, you know, you're all, say you and, you and all your friends are quite left-wing and then someone will just turn around and be like, yeah, well, I don't actually think Donald Trump's that bad. That's a terrible example because he's obviously an idiot. Mm. Uh, you know, I think... No, but you-
1: cer- certainly some people who are like... You know, on, on on the left, or at least like, at least in the sense of being, like they're all the same. Uh, I don't trust corporate politicians. A lot of those people, you know, especially on the internet, do get taken in by Trump.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a whole um, there's a, a page on Facebook that's dedicated to um, finding pe- uh, finding pedophiles, and not like uh, necessarily beating them up, bringing them like making people aware of them. But at the same time, they also all support Donald Trump. Mm. So this is part of the QAnon shit as well. Is is part a big part of the QAnon conspiracy
1: is that the deep state elites are part of a elite international pedophile ring. And that Trump is part of the reason that, that Trump is is being so opposed is because he's the one man who's gonna bring them to justice. He's like infiltrating the system and he's he's gonna you know, there are gonna be mass arrests soon where Obama and, and the Clintons and all these other people are gonna get Arrested and, and Trump's the good guy And like The only problem with that narrative The only thing that I can't really see you getting to Like I think there's enough evidence of like Corruption and sexual abuse That it might not be like state policy But certainly a lot of elites are, are Implicated in it But the only part of that that I really cannot Wrap my head around is looking at Trump and saying This is the good guy Yeah, like, Here's the guy who's going to save us Well
0: it's because it's, as soon as you get Into the idea that um somebody's doing something that they've infiltrated the group. So of course it appears to any any form of scrutiny that they are one and the same. That's because he's infiltrated them really well. Mm. That's I mean
1: But so- but why why apply that to him? Is it just because he's he hits this mark of like insulting, anti political correctness, kind of says what he feels type thing? Is it literally just that?
0: Yeah. I mean Trump is as much, of it, as much as he is a fucking moron, to the right demographic, is incredibly charismatic. Mm. Like, he's not willing to put up with political correctness. Mm. He's not willing to uh, to turn a blind eye to the... To, to the, anything. Yeah. anything. You know, he will... He's willing to go out and say something to like uh, 5 million people and say, this is a fact. And mm. people support that, even though it's bollocks. <laughs>
1: But well, I think that the people that, that do that, the people that reach that conclusion, it's like there's some sort of short circuit in their reasoning. It's like something is misfired that leads them to that. Because it's like I think these are some of the most annoying people that, some of the most annoying Trump supporters you talk to who are like, Well, I just like that he says what he thinks, you know, he's not politically correct like the others. He's he's not, you know, bound by what other people think, blah blah blah. And you're like, Yeah, but he's also clearly just just you know, giving in to the worst impulses isn't something we should celebrate.
0: Also, the idea that, like, how can you possibly be like, yeah, I want to hold up the Constitution. I want to do... I want to, you know, follow in our forefathers' footsteps, so on and so forth. And then also support a man that's saying, I'm not leaving office, even if it's the demo demographic vote. Damn. Damn. You know what I mean. I know.
1: But it's like... That, that's that's another thing with Trump. It's like, it's it seems like either he's an incredible sort of evil genius, or... His particular brand of bullshit just happens to hit at the right moment. Because I think whenever he says that, there's enough people who say, well, you know, it'll never happen. We don't need to worry about it. Or, oh, he's just speaking off the cuff, you know, or he's just joking.
0: Yeah, and I suppose he does have the entire, like, White House team then backing him and saying, this isn't actually quite what he meant. What he meant was this, that he was just, uh, you know, he was speaking from the heart. And people really appreciate the idea of, like, uh, being honest with oneself and in turn being honest with um you know the populace at large so if you speak from your heart even if you don't convey exactly what it is that you're trying to say it's okay because we've got this like we've got this whole group of people that can explain it for us so he's just he's just a fucking figurehead he's what's it called is it called cobra in gi joe cobra commander yeah yeah and then uh what's the other one in avengers Hail, Sithis, no uh, assassin, no. Nope. Hydra, Hail, Hydra. Hydra, yeah. He's like the figurehead of Hydra, but doesn't actually have any power. Because if you notice carefully, every single time Trump's tried to do something, he's fucking failed miserably. I mean, they just had to pull, pull yeah, out... Yeah, apart from clinging to power,
1: it's power for its own sake, right? It's power for power's sake. And it's the only stuff that, that he's been able to do is, is, you know, there's that massive tax cut for the rich.
0: Yeah, and that's because the people that are keeping him in power the, are the people that are then gaining from the very minimal things that he gets to do.
1: Yeah, and I, I guess you can reduce it to like a, a, a pretty standard sort of like, I don't know, economic analysis or a, a class-based analysis, which is that ultimately the people that benefit economically from his being in power, the people that would lose out if progressive ideas got in, just don't care about anything else quite as much as they care about making a bit more money. They don't care. It's not a point of principle. It's not like, oh, it, it's just that all this kind of all these like democratic values, liberal values, whatever, they'll all get thrown out of the window when, if needs be.
0: I just, you know, what I don't understand. If you're like a billionaire, say you've got a couple of billion, hmm. why do you think? Oh, I need to make another hundred million. I don't know. Like, I just. I just can't fathom it. I mean, I I, I don't get it from
1: that point of view, especially for these people whose Their business is just making money. Like, their job is just to make money. I I could kind of get it if, like... Let's say, hypothetically, you're, like, a... a, uh, You know, someone someone who's, like, the head of a a big company and you actually pay your workers a fair living
0: wage. Yeah, and you need to earn the money to be able to do that. Yeah, and
1: you know, let, let's imagine that, like, if Jeff Bezos wasn't a piece of shit. Yes. Let's imagine, that like, if Jeff Bezos paid all the Amazon workers everywhere along the line. And it might make sense then to say, well, actually, you know, I want to be free to run my business because I care about whatever the fuck I do, you know, giving and you know, making
0: even people's the people that
1: have everyday lives easier. But it does, doesn't seem like it is that. It seems like it's just having more money for the sake of having more money.
0: Yeah, which seems like such a that must be such an empty way to live. I mean, I'm sure the money helps, but.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. The money's got to help. Yeah. Like, but if you're, if you're like at the stage where you've got your money invested and it's just turning into more money, like where, you know, your, the dividends on your stocks or whatever are enough that you could stop working now and never, ever run out of money. Mm. Like for those people, I really don't get it. Cause it's like, Surely, at some point, you get bored of that. You go, okay, well, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of money. What am I going to
0: do with it? Yeah, like, what, what do you even do with that much money? If you had a, if you had a billion pounds, like an English billion as well. Yeah, although, you-
1: these days, England just uses the, the international billion, which is annoying to me.
0: Well, I don't know. The Queen is still considered an English billionaire. Is she actually? Yeah, she owns... 5 billion or something like that, but English billion.
1: No, apparently,
0: hmm.
1: What? I just searched for the Queen's net worth. No, it it, it doesn't say anything about using the British definition of billion. Forbes estimated the British monarchy is worth about $88 billion, but that's still, that's 88,000 million rather than 88 million million. I don't think you know. It's annoying because I always preferred the million million, but I don't think anyone uses that anymore.
0: I always preferred a million million. It makes more sense as well. It does because a hundred hundred is a thousand, but
1: ten hundred isn't a thousand. Exactly. No, wait. Ten hundred is a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> ten hundred is a thousand. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it was ten, tens are tens. Hundred. A hundred hundreds are a thousand. A thousand. A thousand. No, but a hundred hundreds aren't a thousand. Right? A hundred hundreds are ten thousand. That's where we're going wrong oh. that's where i think we as a society have made our fundamental error
0: well no because a thousand thousand is a million yeah but a hundred hundred
1: uh, i think we go wrong somewhere between a hundred
0: and a thousand we go wrong so if we do it the other way then if as we, a society ten tens are a uh, hundred ten 100s one hundreds are a thousand a thousand, one thousands, or a million, and then we'll go back to ten, one thousands, or billions. <laughs> ten, ten million. No, because that's ten million. <laughs> okay, so next week we'll
1: either talk to a band or fix counting.
0: <laughs> yeah, do you want to wrap up?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so you can find us at Alex Alex Podcast on uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Patreon. Uh, search for Alex Vellis Podcast on iTunes Like us, give us, a, give us a rating in the app There, it helps somehow I'm not sure how, but it does uh, Yeah, download us and subscribe I'm Alex Ryan, you can find me at alextryan 27 on uh, Twitter Instagram, I think uh, Medium.com, my blog Joysandpassions.wordpress.com Alex Vellas. over
0: to you, come gutters <laughs> Thanks, man Come gutters Barony. Um, okay, so you can find me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at, at @alexvelispoet. That's A-L-E-X-V-E-L-L-I-S-P-O-E-T. I also have an OnlyFans, which I never use, and a Patreon that I also never use. But if you're gonna give me some money? That'd be nice. Yeah, that's it. All right, all right, sweet. I'm gonna go. help it fucking out with that.
1: Sounds good. I will see you. <laughs>
0: Bye. Bye. Also, you didn't yawn.
1: I've said too much.
0: Okay. Also, I, I thought we'd already gone then. So you just like froze and let's just go. All right. Bye guys. Yeah. See you. Love you Alex. Yeah.